Assalamu alaikum and welcome to another episode of the Dr. Will Show, where I interview educators and entrepreneurs on leveling up. Each episode, I bring in someone who's dope, but we just sit back and have a conversation on what it means to live your best life. Now, if this is your first time checking out the podcast, this is the Mobile University for Entrepreneurs, and I'm your host, Dr. Will. Now, today's guest is Emerald Sparks. She was on the show last year and dropped so many gems on getting your finances together. And recently I've been in uh, her Facebook group and she was dropping some more gems, a testimonial, if you will, a testimony on prices and charging what you are worth. And we're going to have her back on the show to talk about pricing uh, because I know that as an entrepreneur, we know the work like I can go do a conference talk right now. You want me to do something on blended learning? I'm there tomorrow. But when you put out your, you launch your business, how do you set your rates? How do you set your prices? How do you know you're charging what you're worth? And that's what we're going to get into today. So for those who will be listening on Apple podcast, Google podcast, Stitcher, iHeartRadio and Simplecast. Will you please introduce yourself, Emerald? You're on a lot of platforms. I love it. Um, I am Emerald Sparks. I am a financial strategist and I help entrepreneurs and business owners solve their misconceptions about money. I have recently pivoted my business. I won't say away from personal finances because that is my pride and joy in my heart. But what I am offering now is I have monthly clients that I work with where I completely manage their finances from the accounting to the business strategies, to the bookkeeping, to the taxes. And so I analyze your business and see, you know, where your cash flows are doing, how you can pay yourself and how you can keep your profits. So the transition comes for, I had two separate parts of my business. I had a personal finance side that helped people with budgeting, credit restoration, uh, strategic financial planning, and then I have my business clients over here. What I'm now doing is only working exclusively with business owners and entrepreneurs, doing business consulting, so helping them with that strategy piece, and then incorporating the management of finances into that. Mm. All right. Maybe she'll share a little more about that later, y'all. You should be in that Facebook group. Uh, so I want to uh, jump into this podcast about first talking about the misconceptions of pricing. Some folks charge by the hour. Some folks charge by the project. And some folks charge by their years of experience or expertise. I had someone on my first documentary who said, you're not paying me for my time. You're paying for me for my 30 years of experience that I bring to the table. And that was my first time, you know, thinking about like, oh, okay. that Absolutely. That, that changed my I, mind, right? I so, always tell entrepreneurs not to price on their time because what takes me 10 minutes to do, you're not about to pay me for 10 minutes at all. You're about to pay me for my degree in accounting from the Ohio State University. You're about to pay me for my 10 years in financial services. You're about to pay me for all these trainings that I took to make sure that I'm certified and licensed, you know, in my state. So, yeah, you're about to pay for all of that. <laughs> I hear I hear you. So, 
what is your take on pricing and what does a dollar amount really say about someone's worth? So, um, I always say you get what you negotiate. You do not get what you deserve. So if you feel that you, I always tell people you charge what you want. That's the name of the workbook. I charge what I want. Um, because price is relative and I always use handbags because I like leather hand goods. So I say coach and, um, Louis Vuitton, they use the same leather, same cow, right? However, coach is $200 and then Louis Vuitton is what? $1,500, $2,000, whatever, depending on the bag, luggage, whatever. They are the same leather, hand good, whatever company using leather to produce their product. But one, they're both at two different price points. Um, so you charge what you want. What you should be compensated for is your years of experience and the value that you are bringing to the service or product and also the result that you are delivering from this person, you know, working with you. So that is what you need to be pricing your products and services on. Definitely not the time that it takes to, you know, make them or your time to complete them or anything like that. It should be the result that I'm providing for you, the problem that I'm solving for you, and you know, the value that I'm bringing to you. Mm. So how should an entrepreneur go about setting their prices, right? So what factors should you consider? Should someone's budget even come into play? So when you are pricing yourself, um, I give out these seven steps in my workbook, but what I will do is talk about one of them here, not to give you all of the sauce in the workbook, but to give you a little bit of the sauce. You, and I'm sure people have heard this, you need to find your ideal audience or your ideal client. You need to know who you're talking to because that's how you brand yourself. That's how you market yourself. Please understand that branding and marketing are two different things. Um, that is how you convey your message. That is how you say, I solved this problem for this type of person. So that type of person, what do they look like? You know, what is their demographic? How much money do they make? Um, where do these people hang out? And not even from a social media, like, are they on Facebook, Instagram, or, you know, LinkedIn or whatever, but like, where are they hanging out at? Are they in coffee shops? Are they, um, do they have kids or are they at kids games? Like where does your ideal person hang out at? So that is how you're going to first convey or first determine how much you can charge. Because if you're offering a, a high ticket or a luxury item, you're not talking to a certain group of people. Um, you know, like I said, Louis Vuitton don't, advertise to the masses because they're not trying to reach the masses so their ad or marketing looks different you know have you ever seen a commercial for louis vuitton no they don't need to do that they're in you know high ticket um magazines uh you know and things like that so who are you talking to is important in how you are pricing yourself also you are going to want to determine how much you want to make a year and then devise a plan for that. So if you got courses, books, and if you're a speaker, you need to figure out how many speaking engagements do I need to do at what price? How many books do I need to sell 
you know, at what price? Um, how many courses do I need to sell? So you need to know who you're talking to and how much you want to make. Mm. So going with that, and you're talking about your ideal customer. Like, so when you look, look at the entrepreneur who will speak at conferences or will deliver sessions or keynotes at school systems, you know, some of us will work with a smaller school district that doesn't have that bigger budget. Some of us work at school, these larger school districts, larger conferences where they can write you a $10,000 check for the day. How important is it, and not only knowing the customer you talked about, but in you knowing who you want to serve? Right, like some people we know they do high end folk and they're like, my coaching services are four thousand dollars or what or, or more or what have you. And as you said, they're not looking at somebody else. But then there's those people who, quite honestly, when you look at Walmart, they're killing the game, but they're not, you know, they're yeah, not you have hope. to understand Walmart. This I'm glad you brought Walmart up. Walmart has millions of products so they can always compete on price you as a solo entrepreneur cannot compete on price you have to compete on value so mm. if you are speaking or coaching or whatever you have to find out and research what the industry is missing okay your competitor may do the same thing you do but you are adding this value um you may have included you may have this level of expertise or you may um, see what they're not doing to see what you can do. Um, so that's important. The reason Walmart can and will always compete on price is because they have so many products. If you compete on price, that is a surefire way to get you to fail and to go to the bottom. Um, and I say that because think about being a a speaker or an uh, or educator or you know having a course or a book whatever if you sell your book for a dollar you literally have to sell one million copies to be a millionaire per se or you could sell it at twenty dollars and sell to a lot less people to get to a million dollars um and that's my thing because when you have when you use your mind or your intellectual property to sell that is a strain on you your energy has to be right so you don't want to be working with 500 clients <laughs> to meet your revenue goals hmm. because you're giving so much of yourself you're spreading yourself so thin that you're not offering a quality service anymore mm. okay all right i'll just hold on for a second okay <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. So you you just mentioned a revenue goal, right? And I just read an article today and in prepping for this podcast about how in terms of pricing you need to set a revenue goal uh to make sure that you know, going to have some money at the end. Uh Break down what that is, right? And and how important is it for, or what should an entrepreneur be doing 
on a weekly basis or some sort of regular basis to make sure that they're actually meeting that revenue goal? Okay, so your revenue goal ties into a lot of other aspects of your business, your promotion on, you know, so your marketing, advertising, your revenue goals tie into all of that because if you don't have that goal, all of that other stuff doesn't fall into place. So if I say I want to make, you know, $250,000 a year and I'm going to offer First of all, let's, let's know what you're offering. Cause I talk to a lot of business owners who will say they need a building before they know what packages they're offering. So I'm kind of like, you kind of, you kind of doing this backwards. You're kind of doing this wrong way. I need for you to get your packages and offerings up so you can know what value you are going to give to the customer so that they can actually pay you because the number one rule of business is to make money. I don't care what you say. I like to help people whatever excuse or lie that you tell yourself whatever warm and fuzzy gets you through the day that's cool but at the end of the day you need to make money so i need you to know the products and software and services that you are going to be offering because that leads you to say i need to book that gives you a plan i need to book 10 speaking gigs at two thousand dollars to do that okay i have this book every time i speak i need to sell at least 20 copies of that book okay then i got my course over here if i have a course and it's at this price i need to sell five to this but maybe i can tie in a group coaching to have it of an upsell so i can make some more additional money there are things that you do should that always should feed off of each other and be related so if i have a course there's a workbook that goes with that course. There's some group coaching that goes with that course. There is um, maybe as a value add, you get five one-on-one sessions with me. That's a that's another upcharge. So from that one course I have, plus the course, I have four streams of income. Um, so for speaking, I'm guaranteed I'm going to sell some books. So if I'm speaking, I've got paid to speak, then I'm going to sell some books. So you have to be thinking about all these different legs of your business and how they're going to generate you money because that's how you get to your income goals. That then says, okay, I need to promote on, you know, I need to post five times a day and this is my marketing plan. These are my communications when I post. All that falls hand in hand. They're not separate. They go together. So when I post something, I need to see the ROI on that because I need to know how people are funneling to my website. I need to know what they're clicking on. Like all of this goes together. Does that make sense? It does. It does. I'm okay. just, I'm, I'm salivating because I'm like, okay, I need to get, I need to get, I need to get on this, get some of this money. Uh, so when you mention all that, it makes me think of tiering and I know some, entrepreneurs right now who will say, boom, this is $1,500. But they also know that even though they may be targeting people who can pay the $15,000 or $3,000, that everyone may not even ha- may not have that money or willing to make that initial investment because they, they may not know who you are. Exactly. So right? I do believe in tearing. I do tearing in my business. So like I said, the workbook, is $33. That's my, I don't, I don't know this girl, but if I lose $33, I'm not mad about it. I mean, I'm mad about it because I wasted money, but it, it ain't $1,500. So then with the, the workbook is a course, 
that I'm going to offer at a higher dollar amount. So that's how you capture people. You do, when you have such a high ticket item, you do need some type of lead magnet for you to nurture that relationship to get people to pay you $1,500. So if you're a speaker, you need to have speaking videos. You need to have a presence that online that is very indicative of somebody paying you $1,500 or $10,000 to go speak. Um, you need to appear as an expert. You need to have authority when you are speaking, when you present yourself, how you pitch yourself. Like You need to appear that you are an authority in your industry. And all of that is very important. And so that is why I tier my offerings so that I get you with the low dollar, nurture you and show you that I actually do know what I'm talking about because now I put you in my email list and you get my communications weekly. And now you see that I'm speaking to your pain points and you're like, oh, this girl can really solve my problems. Boom. Now you're a coaching client. Mm. So I want to throw this out there to you about, let's say, the money mindset, right? Because there are people that hang a shingle, they get out there, and instead of their pricing being something that may be industry standard, or maybe slightly below, because I know you say you can't compete on the prices because then you're going to show me broke. But out the gate, they're like, I can't charge this much money. Right. Yes, and I'm glad you brought that up because that is a mindset. The reason why we struggle with pricing is because we feel that, one, I can't charge that for that amount, or no one will pay me that amount, or... Um, I can't do this because people in this industry are not charging this month this much for what I'm offering. When I say these are all things that y'all make up in your mind, nobody t said these to you. You just have thought these things. The reason why is because, and I shared a story. I started when I started my when I was just doing financial coaching, I only charged $25 an hour, but I was giving you worksheets. I, you was talking to me one-on-one -on, -one on the phone. If you had an issue, you could call me. So I was given a lot of time for $25 an hour. And that was just for the hours. So if you call me on some, that was like free. If you call me like, ah, da, 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 I got this, this came up, that was free. So, and I thought because I was helping people with their finances that I couldn't charge a certain amount because I'm like, well, these people don't have no money already. Once you are talking to the people that need you, what you charge will become relative to them. It doesn't even matter. It, it's like what I said that, and I use handbags again. Chanel charges $6,000 for one handbag. Chanel has not went on sale, but Chanel is not worried about a sale. They purses sell out. They sell all the time. They release different designs and people buy them. Okay. That's because Chanel is talking to the people that want that product. They're communicating and their messages are being or resonating with the people that they're talking to. I don't want people to feel like they have to either lower their price because no one is buying it at the current price. You're just not talking to the people that you need to talk to yet. And all of that takes time. 
all of that is in your, you know, your branding, your marketing, how you present yourself. Like you're just not talking to the people that need you yet. And over time, once you network and put yourself in different situations and be consistent and have been working in your business, you will meet those people. They will come to you and say, please send me my invoice because I don't know how I cannot do this. Um, so when I was charging $25 an hour, I was attracting that type of people. But as I raised my prices, I attracted a different level of person. They started to take what I was doing seriously because they were paying so much for it. They're like, Oh no, I can't waste my money this way. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do what she's saying. But that took time. Like I've been in business for four years now. So the people I knew when I first started on my business is not the same people that I know now. You know, you know more people you're talking to, you get better in your messaging because you figure out what works and what doesn't work. So you just get better. And I didn't lower my prices, I increased my prices until I met people that could pay me what what I wanted to be paid. So how do you find your people, right? Because I know educators right now that will write a book and they will do a course and don't see the steady stream of people purchasing uh, their product and with education publishers, th there are some big education publishers out there that will sell, you know, give you the book deal. You put, do all the work, the editing, the artwork, all of that stuff, put that stuff, put those books in books a million and Amazon and all that. And they'll walk away. They will not, you know, unless you have a certain big name, they're not putting no weight behind you, but your book is out there. And you, you want it moved. So how do you find your people to actually? Well, what, happen, what happens with that too is you need a marketing plan. So if you're just advertising on Facebook, your Facebook friends may not be the people that you need to talk to. Um, that's what happens. So when you first start, you only know your network that's on Facebook, right? So that may not be who you need to talk to. They may not be your target audience. They may not be your demographic. And just because people think because they build it, people will come. No, you need to establish outside of your network. And if you're going to do that on social media, the best way to do that is Facebook ads. You, one, you get them in with a, with a freebie or a lead magnet or something low cost so that you can get their email. And then you just start nurturing that relationship. A lot of people will just post on Facebook and think that, okay, well, I put this out here on Facebook. It's supposed to sell. But how consistent are you on Facebook? So I'm going to use me, for instance, because you follow me on social media. You know I don't talk about nothing else but money. I'm not talking about what my dog did. I'm not talking about what my kids did. Half the people on my timeline don't even know I'm married. Like, I am talking about money. So it's easy for me to release a product and post it and my network on Facebook just buys it that day. Cause I'm consistent. I'm posting every day about money. I'm posting every day about business. So it's a no brainer for people. If you're not consistent on Facebook, if you're not consistent on LinkedIn and you just gonna out of the, out of the booth, drop a book, drop a course, that's not going to do well because like you said in the beginning, people are like, well, who are you? Why, why should I, 
invest in you. You have to be consistent. You have to get outside of your current network. And that may take a Facebook ad. Like what, what, and I, I will always say, well, what, I will always ask, well, what does your marketing look like? And if they say, well, I just posted on Facebook and I'm like, that's not a plan. Hmm. I hear you. I hear you. Like you need to do videos. Like you, people need to hear your voice and know that you're not a scammer because we live in the age of scammers and people are always afraid that they're going to get scammed. So you need to go live on Facebook and say who you're talking to. When I do lives, I say, Hey, my name is Emerald Sparks. You can say, Hey, my name is such and such. This video is for, I have a friend. Uh, she does negotiations. She says, hi, my name is uh, whatever her name is. And she says, I do negotiation or career strategies for women in male-dominated industries. You already know if you're not a woman in male-dominated industries, she's not speaking to you. So if you are, you, you keep listening. And she does these videos. You see that she's not a scammer. She posts her testimonials. She posts she posts her results so people who are watching her and thinking about should i work with her they're watching her post all these things to establish her trust and credibility and if you have not done that with your network you're not going to get sales mm. okay i got some more work to do uh, <laughs> i'm trying i'm trying to move that documentary i'm trying to move that documentary i have yeah. you know i have sales you know but I, one of the things I did, I released it without a workbook, which I should have. Uh, I just completed my second interview, Alhamdulillah, for the Entrepreneur 2. It will have a workbook to go with it so people can work stuff out. But the one thing, and I've been hearing this from so, so many social media people is they're like, don't get fooled by your follower count because that don't mean jack when it comes to your sales. Right. Uh, and I, you know, I knew that to be, you know, I heard them, I heard them. And I didn't expect, you know, 10,000 people to buy my documentary because 10,000 people follow me. Uh, but I was like, okay, let's see how this thing goes. And again, I've, I've made sales, you know, I got, I got a check coming soon. But for me, I hoped, right, that I would have seen more sales. And so I know now that I do have to do some more free webinars and some lives and some other things to educate the population that I'm geared towards to give them that free content. So I can then say, here's this documentary, you know? Right. And that's all about, because it's all, it, cause, People realize when people think of cost of things, they always say, Well, it costs me this much to make this product, right? So you have a workbook, it may have cost you ten dollars to make, right? So they're like, Okay, I'm gonna sell it for this because it cost me this. You have to think that workbook gotta pay for a lot of stuff in your business. So it gotta pay for marketing, it gotta pay for advertising, you gotta pay for shipping, you gotta pay for taxes. Like it's literally not just cost. And so having revenue goals is going to help you price appropriately because which like your documentary is now i'm sure you had to be edited shot um now you got to do some webinars that's time now you got to get some more knowledge away like that's time if you do an ebook that that's a design time like 
your, that has to pay for so many things in business, plus your salary, plus, you know, keeping profits. Like, that's why it's so important about how you price that, because that's how it funnels into paying for different things in your business. Mm. All right. More knowledge, people. More knowledge, people. Just more knowledge. Um, so I want to talk to you now about, because you mentioned this earlier, how you've raised prices. So when will someone know, right, that oh, it's time question. to raise their their prices? And what goes into the decision when one is saying that they're going to raise their rates? So one of the things you know you need to raise your prices is if you are busy. If you feel too busy in your business, you if you feel that you are doing too much, it is time to raise your prices. Mm. Another indica indication that you need to raise your prices is because you want to. You have given out maybe five at this cost and you like, okay, really it can be like trial and error. You can be like, well, okay, I, if somebody bought at this, will they buy it at this? So you raise the prices. Um, and it can be like, you can grandfather the old people in, they continue to pay that, but these new people, they gonna pay this. Um, so it can be like, cause I want to. Um, and then it can be because you may have repackaged some things and you want to now take out maybe things that aren't working because you got a few people working it and you like, they, this doesn't work or this needs to be changed. So, you know, you need to repackage it a different way. So now it has a different price. So you can do it that way. So those are three things that I use in my business, um, to make sure that I'm able to have proper work-life balance because I didn't become an entrepreneur to work 80 hours a week. I didn't even want to work 40 hours a week. So work-life balance. Um, I want to make sure that I'm always giving the value at what I'm pricing it. So I never want people to feel undervalued for what I'm doing. And then I always want to work with my ideal customer because not working with your ideal customer is very costly to you as a business owner from a time and just annoyance because when you don't properly charge people what you what you are worth they get on your nerves so you don't ever want to be in that situation so those are the kind of the three things that i use to know when it's time to raise prices or when it's time to you know make some changes so on the converse when do you know it's time to lower your prices. You can actually lower your prices to get people exposed to you. So if you feel that something is not working out, you can offer a discount. Oh, you can get this for 20% off. Um, you can also lower your prices around, you know, uh, holidays and things like that. But you should know the seasons of your business. So like for me, people are on their budgets at the end of the year, right? But don't nobody care about how they spend money in the summertime. They like YOLO in the summertime. Um, there are ebbs and flows that when have people wanted to get their credit done. So they want to buy a house before the new year. So end of the year is real good for budgeting and credit, right? Summertime is bad for my business because people want to spend money and be out here in the world experiencing all the life. And then um, at the beginning of the year, too, they're still on that because now the holidays are over and they spent too much money. So you have to know the seasons in your business. And if you're um, 
thinking about getting new customers or getting new people exposed and entered into your business, you can start offering discounts that way because they get to experience you. They may have been on the fence. They get to experience you at a lower cost. Then you wow them. And then your next thing that you come out with, they buy it at full price. Okay. So how do you know if you have overpriced yourself for your market, right? So you're, you're an educator. We have a pretty good idea of what our fellow educators are making across the country. How do you know if you're, you're saying, okay, I'm going to offer this course and I want to price it. Price it I don't at. think you could over, over price yourself because okay. Okay. I, because price is relative. You can charge whatever you want. But the thing is, because that's the difference between somebody who charges $1,500 this week and somebody that charges $25,000 this week. It's really about, do you, does your brand and your business and do you look like somebody who deserves $25,000 to speak for 30 minutes? You know people who make that amount of money for speaking for 30 minutes. Um, do you have the name, the credibility, and the authority to go behind that $25,000? So I don't think there's an overpricing. Sometimes we have to meet our prices. So if I was out here looking, we're just going to say busted, you're going to look at me like, I'm not giving you $1,500 to do nothing in my business. You don't even look like you do your own business. So... It's, it's all about, do you match up from a brand message, presentation, credibility for the price that you're asking? Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, people. It's all about positioning. Are you positioned for what you're asking for? Mm. Y'all hear that, people? Are you positioned? Because if I go to your website and stuff ain't right, I'm like, eh, you ain't worth my my $2,000. Like, I, I do that. Like, if I know you have a high ticket item, I'm looking at your website. I'm looking at your presentation on social media. I'm Googling you. And if you don't look like you deserve what you're asking for, it's somebody else that does. So do you, have you positioned yourself? Do you match what you are, what you're charging? I mean, what yeah, what you're charging. Mm. Okay, I guess I gotta step up. I think my position now is like beef bologna sandwich with the burnt edges. I think that's what <laughs> I gotta step it up. I gotta step it up. Oh man, Emerald, you have been rocking this episode. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me again. You're welcome. I have such a good time. I want to put this thing out tomorrow. Okay. Uh, so we can get these, let people go to their weekend thinking about the pricing. Yes. And my workbook. Can I promote my workbook of and course. where to find me? Of course. Okay. So my workbook is called I Charge What I Want. And it is a fail-proof system, proven system, seven steps. Each step has an activity for you to complete and tells you the importance of why I added it for the pricing strategy um you will know like income goal you will know the products and services that you will offer you will know the price and you'll know how to get to your desired income goal so it's called i charge what i want it's 33 dollars, and it's on my website 
at emeraldsparks.com slash store. Mm. And there'll be links, people. So you can go listen to the podcast, click on the link, and go and go get it. Go get it, people. If you hadn't picked up the, the entrepreneur, go get that too. Uh, wow. Okay, before we go, because I'm just basking in all of this knowledge right now. What do you say to that educator? They're starting out. They're getting ready to launch. They're looking at the competition. They see what everyone is doing. And I know earlier you were like, you can't outprice yourself. Uh, but, you know, you're, you're making coin. And that person who hadn't made a dime, they're looking and they're going, okay, how do I set this price in a way to where that I am not undercut by someone else as well as to show my credibility, right? So for example, there are conferences out there and schools who may go to this person and say, we will pay you $10,000. But let's say this person's booked somewhere else. So then they may look at the Rolodex and say, let me go to this person. I'll pay you $5,000. Now they're willing to pay 10 here, but here they're going five. And then this other person, they may say, I got 3,000 for you. Now some people may be happy to get that $3,000. They happy with all of them, right? Right. It's like, I could I get three thousand dollars for a couple of hours of work. I don't work. I, I don't make that with my teaching job. So how do they? You're starting out. How do you set that price at a point, especially your baseline price, right? Because you can always go up, but that baseline price to where you not only have certain comfortable comf, you comfort level in yourself. But you're actually showing school districts and conferences and other people that you does that you're in the game too, right? So you start out with a price. So say, think about the first price that comes to your mind, and do a few speaking engagements at that price. Once people start paying you at that price, increase it. Because now, as I'm speaking, I've created videos from me speaking so you can I can send these to you you've created now testimonials from people who've heard you speak you go in there and say how did you like my speak can I get a testimonial so now you got three you know two to three speaking engagements at this price that you just blurted out like okay three thousand dollars then when somebody says will you speak somewhere else that's when you charge it because I already got I already got my evidence for my for my three thousand now boom I'm about to increase the price Cause now I got I got I got something to show for it. Mm. That's so right. prices are not set. Like when I started speaking, I started speaking for two fifty. I went up to fifteen hundred, depending on how long you want me to speak. Is six thousand? Cause I got evidence. I got things to back it up. I have receipts. Have your receipts. <laughs> All right, people, you heard that. Have your receipts. That is, I like that. All right, all right. 
Thank you so much, Emerald. You're welcome. Thank you. You are welcome. And again, people, there's going to be links uh, to where you can catch up with Emerald on social media. Go to her website. Don't forget to buy that book. I charge what I want. want. Ooh, go, go get it. I'm going to have to go get it myself. Uh, people, you know how I do this. I need you to go subscribe and share and leave your comments and, and all that good stuff. This podcast will be going on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, I and Simplecast. Because your boy trying to get Oprah on the show, I want her to know that I'm doing big things. I need y'all to get this out there. Leave your ratings, people. If you think I'm dope, let me know. Again, I'd like to thank Emerald Sparks for coming on and dropping so many gems, people. Thank you again for checking out the Mobile University for Entrepreneurs, the Dr. Will Show. I'm your host, Dr. Will. As always, people, invest in you. EDU, peace.